Hello, hello, people. What is up? This is Matthew McNabb, and this is the Chat with Matt podcast. Today's guest is Laura Nolan. She is a world champion, one of two ever world champion dancers to come out of Ireland. She's a Dancing with the Stars pro, a Hell Week recruit, and also, unfortunately for her, my girlfriend. In this, we sit back and have a chat about meeting through Dancing with the Stars, how facing your fear every day has shaped her life, and I habits are the game changer. Before we start, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe. So without further ado, let's chat with Matt. I don't know how many takes this is going to take. <laughs> I'm just going to upload this, the pure raw version. All right. We are back on the Chat with Matt podcast. My name is Matthew. Well, Matt, whatever you want to call me. Um, um, today's guest is professional dancer, world champion, uh, Dancing with the Stars uh, star, and Hell Week's like, weaker. I don't know. Recruit. <laughs> Recruits, that's what it is. And my girlfriend, Laura Nolan. And I wanted to do this podcast as pretty much the first one I've done in ages. Basically, because I needed a warm up because I'm really terrible at uh, podcasting. So let's go. What what better way to do it than with your girlfriend? She's not going to judge you too much or maybe she is. I don't know. Thanks for the introduction. We, if we had been more organized, we could have done this when we were in the same country. That probably would have worked. But I don't have two mics. True. Sure, they don't need a mic for me anyway. I'm loud enough. That is very true. You are yeah. a mic, please. Anyway. Moving uh, on. How's, how's life, Laura? How's life? Well, to be honest, life is great. Um, I had the best summer of my life. Thanks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm actually now head down, ready to get back to work. I feel like I had enough time to kind of enjoy the sun and everything, and I'm just really ready to get back dancing again because I have had a little bit of a break from it. But um, I have a really exciting project come up, coming up, as you know, um, that I'm very excited about. It's been such a long break from dancing, like literally from the end of march right through till now obviously you're doing bits and pieces and working and stuff like online and doing working on yourself and stuff but it's been such a long time since you're dancing now it's weird actually looking back on that yeah like it kind of comes in seasons like that's the way the with the show with dancing stars and stuff it does it's kind of seasonal and I think next year will be slightly different in the sense that um, instead of us stopping dancing with stars and then all going off and doing our own thing, we will have um, the show that I was talking about. So I think I can kind of talk about it. Um, so this week in particular, 
I'm going to be starting rehearsals for a new show that we're going to do that's never been seen before, which is called The Blonde Bombshell, and it's about Marilyn Monroe's life, and I'm Marilyn. And the idea came from a show that we did last year, myself and John Nolan, who's also on Dance with Stars, and we danced at the World Championships represented Ireland, and we made the final, the World Professional Show Dance Championships, and we used the theme of Marilyn Monroe. And... We did it actually on Dance with Stars as one of the pro numbers, as you remember. And um, I do, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we then, like, the idea came to make an actual show because it's actually not, not never been done before, where you actually can see the Dance with Stars pro dancers live in theatre and a proper dancing show. And in England, on Strictly Come Dancing, they do so many different shows during the year. So. We're actually going to be doing that. We have, we're going to be coming up and choreographing it next week. And then we have a date on the 20th of November in the Helix. And then we will be going on tour in April and May around the country. So it's going to be very exciting. And then Dancing with the Stars is back. Woo! Um, Are you going to be really sad that you're not dancing with me anymore? Do you know what? It's going to be different. I I know I'm going to cry into into my coffee every morning, but like, you know. You might no, not, not have to do 10 hour days anymore because the dancer might be a well, little more natural than me. This is what I was thinking. I was like, you know, we have to do really, really long days because it took a good bit for you to get stuff. But I was like, <laughs> maybe on the plus side, you know, I'm going to be with someone who actually is really good naturally. Eventually, well, what was Brian? I don't think was very natural dancer either, was he? No. Oh, this is no, great. We, I get to talk shit about Brian now, rather than him talk shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> he loved talking shit about you as well. He did. He said to me that he was very jealous that I was with somebody else that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that we went further as well. Uh, yeah. no, very funny. Uh, but actually, when I think back, when I think back to... Um, dancing with stars and that was like from basically november right through to march and we were training like 10 hour days every single day oh my god i don't i couldn't do that again i can go through that again i don't know how dancers do it every single year and even like so you could literally do dancing with stars for like three to five months and then you go on the cruise ships or something and do like a show for like three months where you dance every single day. I don't know how dancers do it. They're the most mentally tough people I know. I know. I think I suppose, you know, we always take it for granted because, you know, it's just so natural to us. If we were, when we were competing and stuff, you practice every single day. I was doing eight, 10 hour days of practice. And sometimes then you're going to two to three competitions a week. I remember one of the weeks in particular, I was in Amsterdam and then for a competition on a Saturday. I was in Rome on the on the Friday for lessons. We flew out of Rome with a competition on Saturday. Flew out first thing on Sunday morning to France and we had another competition on the Sunday evening. And then straight back back to where I lived in Italy and back into, into dancing again. So you just become so used to putting your body through hardship that that for us is just second nature, you know? So... And when I don't have it, I miss it so much. I'm like craving it. I'm craving to push my body to the limit and to do things because it is such an amazing experience. For me, Dancing with Stars in particular just pushes 
the boundaries on my creativity as a choreographer as well as a dancer and you get to do things that you wouldn't necessarily have done when you were dancing all the lifts for example because you can't do lifts unless you're doing a show dance when you're competing so and that's something that we could do deadly we we were able to push that boundary good i like i like to lift things that's one thing i'm actually good at when it comes to like dancing and stuff is just pure lifting it's like they expected me to be a really good dancer, didn't they, or something? The, the producers of the show. Oh, he's young and athletic looking. He'll be a really good dancer. I'd be like, no, I have no coordination whatsoever, but I can lift heavy stuff. And Well, you're not that heavy. Excuse but... me, what are you trying to say? Oops. <laughs> no, I remember saying to them um, before the last season starts, they were like, oh, like, ideally, what would you like in your next partner? And I was like, I don't you know. Like, boyfriend. Like, I'm quite um <laughs> a boyfriend, please. No. Um I was quite like easy, but I was like, I would like somebody who can lift me because I'd love to be able to do cool lifts because with Brian we did like look you do have to come up with stuff that suits the person and lifting wasn't one of his fortes. I remember um lifting myself in one of the lifts and uh him being like, oh my God, yeah, no, this is actually grand. I was I was doing the lifting myself. So it was one thing that I asked for and they they produced in that department, which is great. <laughs> so you didn't ask for a boyfriend as your partner on Dancing with Stars, no? I didn't, but it happened because it happened that the person who I was partnered with is a smooth criminal. Ooh, say more. <laughs> Don't let your head get too big, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) No, but actually, when you're spending all that time together, it's like if you do have a connection, you get on really well. It's a really good place to to build that. And that's where I was I was asked this question multiple times. Obviously, like the the press and all during Dancing with the Stars were asking, like on our trail. (laughs) That sounds so weird. But eventually they're like, what's what what's different between like Love Island and Dance with the Stars? Uh when because you met a girlfriend on, on Dance with the Stars and you didn't have success on Love Island with that. And I was like, it's actually a lot more natural. And when you're under pressure, which you are in Dance with the Stars, because you have to go out and dance in a week, less than a week, in front of like an entire nation. Um and then you have to learn a new style of dancing. You have to put in all that effort and stuff. You have to rely on each other a lot more. And it's actually really, really funny how that developed, wasn't it? Yeah, it actually, it actually is very funny how it developed. But um, I totally agree with you. It's a very natural process. It actually is an unusual thing. It is a very unique experience, I think, because firstly, dancing is a very unique experience because you have this certain chemistry and feel on the dance floor together and you experience something in that moment together that you'll never experience for anybody else. I remember mm-hmm. saying to you, the most amazing feeling as a dancer is to feel like you're in that moment and everything else doesn't matter. And it's like everything else, the whole world is blind except you, the two of you on the dance floor. And I think you did experience that one of the weeks. Um, yeah. Week, yeah. week six with... Um see you again that was like yeah unbelievable that film was i could see why people work to be dancers their whole lives 
you crave that you crave that you really do but like it is that and then also as you said like you're going out on live tv on national tv every single weekend and you're learning the new dance and expected to do it at such a high level so there is a, a vulnerability factor there and like I'm pushing you and then trying to like help you emotionally physically I'm teaching you you were there together we're both wrecked we're bashing the bodies you're like doing 10 hour days so you're tired and you just get to know each other on a different level and you're like going it is hard it's no doubt about it it's an amazing experience you know but it is hard and I think you get to know each other in a different light so when people are like oh well like is that a bubble or whatever kind of but, but then when you come out of it you know that you're not going to be like at each other ever like that like pushing <laughs> each other to, you know that, that's the <laughs> one thing like we we I don't think we were fighting too much during Dancing no. with Stars but obviously a stressful situation there's times where you would just like take a huff at me or else I'd be, take a bit thick with you um but because I'm we're trying to like push each other and like let's say if something wasn't going into your body I remember you just turning around to me and being like I'll be back in a second and make sure next time when I come back to check your attitude (laughs) (laughs) because I was like so annoyed I was like oh my god how are you not getting this like an hour later it's like first of all first of all check your tone and watch your attitude. <laughs> every worked time. 60% of the time, it worked every time. <laughs> yeah, because I had nothing else to say back. And in fairness, I was like, right, okay, I, my patience levels. I usually, you know, I have good patience for people. I really do. But when it gets to that, like, a latter stage of the competition and you're wrecked and your body is so sore and you start to do two dances and then you got so that was really hard really fast and then the easiest stuff was taking you so long and I explained it in like 40 million different ways how to do it and you still weren't getting and I was just like you know what that's not <laughs> I was like yeah. I've, I've tried <laughs> yeah it's actually really funny though um looking back on that all but coming to like a broader point like people are always like how can I like find somebody how can i not just like relationship wise but friendship wise like say you move to a new country i got asked this question a ton of times on my q a's on instagram and it was uh, how do you move to a new country and make friends and find people that you enjoy um spending time with Mm -hmm. and the answer is go to the places that people that people you want to be with are so for example not just dancing obviously for me that was kind of like a like a an anomaly but I got on with the people and obviously uh, developed from there but I go to the gym like for example in San Diego when I moved there I went to the gym and met like like loads of my friends met loads of people like that but if you're like if you've got a interest like dancing you could go to a dance studio and learn how to dance and then meet people yoga tennis whatever you like to do yeah I think it's like opening your mind because so many people are afraid and it's about not having the fear somebody who I know always says you know beyond fear is freedom I <laughs> and for, for me it's actually really true because 
if you want to do something in life or try something, how do you do, people look at, at maybe your life, my life, and they're like, how do you do that? How do you get up onto national TV in front of thousands and dance? How do you move to a different country and meet, meet new people? It's because your mind and you as a person is open to it. And there is that fear of, oh my God, I have to go up to this, this person. But it's about letting yourself go. And it's almost like bringing yourself back to when you were a child because as children, we have no inhibitions in life. There is no overthinking. There's just doing. You do not remember going on holidays and just going up to children and meeting them. And children do that all the time. But as we grow older, you start overthinking the situation and you start thinking, oh, I can't do that and I can't do this. And your self-confidence and you're thinking, oh, what will she think of me? What will he think of me? You know? Yeah, exactly. So it is all about just letting go and really opening your mind to different opportunities. And that takes for opportunities as well, because people are faced with opportunities in life all the time. But it's about taking the opportunities and running with them and not closing yourself off. That is where like you will progress as a person or you'll end up doing things. Like, for example, just taking that and putting it into my situation. And um, back in 2019, I've competed my whole life dancing. So Obviously, I wasn't just a dancer and dance with stars. Everyone now knows me from that, but they actually didn't see what happened before then. So I was competing my whole life dancing um, since I was three years of old, three three years of age. And um, I started with ballet, ball and Malacca all in the one week. My whole life was dance, 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 dance. My teenage years, my early 20s. And then I was faced in 2019, obviously we can go back to that to that career, but I'm just getting on to the point that I was mm -hmm. making. Is back in 2019, something happened with my dancing partner and I ended up the pull the rug was pulled from underneath me and I ended up back home in Ireland. I was living in Italy for five years and I had no dancing partner and we were at the top of the world at the time. And um, and then I was like right I'm faced here with a decision. I don't know what to do. I've never not competed in my life. And then the opportunity presented itself of Dancing with the Stars. And there was a fear there because I was thinking that this is something that I've never done before. I'm, I'm so used to, to going and competing and always putting myself in that situation. And I actually, through fear, closed it off. And I actually went over to Italy to have a, a tryout with somebody from Russia. I had my visa to move to Russia because I was afraid of change because that's what I've known I've known competing and I couldn't imagine my life without it I was thinking I wouldn't be a, a person without competing I wouldn't be anything that's who I am I that defines me as a person and it wasn't until I sat down and I was thinking right well if I went that way what would I get from it and I went that way and I was like you know what this this has been presented in my life now for a reason there everything comes at a certain time in your life and I took the chance and I said to myself, if I'm taking it, I'm taking it 100% and I'm going to go for it. And that's exactly what I did. And it was scary because when I was waiting for Dance with Stars to come up, because we started in November, this back in January, I remember thinking, oh my God, what, have, what am I after doing? I'm not training 10 hours a day. I'm just teaching like this is a joke. What am I doing? I remember having that thought to myself, being like, I'm after making the wrong decision here. But it wasn't until I started the show and realized how much my life changed that I was like, this is the best decision I've ever made. I'm a happier person. I'm actually creating so much more for myself within the dance world as well. And it's opened me to new opportunities and new experiences. And why was I scared? Why was I afraid to do it before? And it's because of change. 
but so many amazing things have happened since then and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if it wasn't for that like decision <laughs> and it is that's what it's about it's about taking the risk and opening your mind to different things and that's where you know so many different things will happen I feel like I kind of went on a roll there and I probably you, ended yeah. up completely off topic but we got no. you got a point in the end you nailed that you nailed that I, I went around the world I was in Russia I was in Italy I was competing myself I don't know I'm actually like a seriously good ballroom dancer now like a world champion level I was in that story so much anyway but I do that's the point like I've got it tattooed on my arm like oh my I can't believe I've got a tattoo on my arm I am that guy <laughs> <laughs> but the I point being there for a second you're like it was a bad decision in thailand and i was really going <laughs> <laughs> no i was actually my friend rob in san diego and i'm so proud of that tattoo it looks insane uh but the point being the reason i got a tattoo to me and yeah i know it sounds douchey but the reason i did was a reminder to myself always that beyond fear is freedom and exactly what you're saying is that you're faced with fear every day discomfort every day you can alter those two words switch them in and interchange them but if you choose the easy option then you're gonna wither away and you're gonna get smaller and your confidence is gonna get lower you're gonna end up in bad shape you're gonna end up just everything's in decay from there whereas if you go for the hard decision the hard decision can be I'm going to walk on the treadmill this morning instead of sitting on my phone. You know what I mean? I'm going to get up like half an hour early, do what I need to do. Um, it can be, it doesn't have to be jumping out of a plane. I'm going to jump out of a plane or I'm going to go flipping. Bun- I like yeah, I love that. was sick. I need to do that again. But it's the point awesome. being, the point being is it's small decisions that are benefiting you as well. It's, Beyond fear is freedom every single day. You're faced with that choice multiple times throughout the day. Thing in fear is within that bracket is comfort zones. Mm-hmm. I think people are very easily stay within their comfort zone of what they're used to and in what I like to call it a box. And a comfort zone stays in that box, but it's putting yourself past that, that you're uncomfortable with something. And yeah. that's where you, like that's where you'll see self-improvement you'll see your change in your life like at the end of the day if you see someone in great shape that didn't come by within staying within a comfort zone you know going out and walking something or going out for a run or going to the gym every day isn't necessarily something that everyone wants to do but it's going outside that comfort zone that you see change yeah and I it's, think it, you're, you're going to change regardless. That's the thing. You're going to change regardless. You're going, you're, we're, the universe is always in a state of decay, like whether we like it or not. We're, we're biological beings that are, you know, we're decaying at every second. So, like, think of it like this here. Your, your room, the room you're in, you clean it today. Next week, you're going to have to clean it again because it's always in decay. But the point being is that change is going to happen regardless. So you can either change it for benefiting yourself or you're going to change it and it's not going to benefit your yourself. Like there's the phrase, I am just like a walking cliche right now, 
but the phrase I always say <laughs> sorry do I not always call you a walking Instagram quote I am I am too yeah I know I just like deep chats that's the way I go but I love it the phrase is this is actually how we talk all the time where we on our walks to the gym and stuff we're always talking yeah. about this but the phrase is hard choices easy life easy choices hard life that's and that, that sums it up. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you an example of this in my life. I right? just bring this back to a personal thing. There, what was it? What year was it that I did last year? 2021. I was asked to Ultimate Hell Week, Celebrity Ultimate Hell Week. And everybody, every, there wasn't, I don't think there was one person that said to me, you should do it. But I was like, I don't care. I'm doing it. It was one thing that the minute the email came in to my, then I read it. There wasn't one part of me that that was saying no, because I know from now, from that that I was telling you before about you know taking the risk. I know that that's where I see myself really progress. And I was like, I want the challenge. I want to do something different. They were like, Did you see the program before? They sent me all different like clips of it and different episodes, and I wouldn't look at it. I was like, no, I don't want to see it because I don't want to to say, oh, God, I can't do that, that I wouldn't be able to face that. I wouldn't be able to do that. I was just going in there with an open mind being like, whatever I'm faced with here, I can succumb it. I can pass by it. I can get past it. It's fine. And a lot of the times in life, I think it's all about your mentality and how you think of a situation. It's not necessarily this great thing of, oh, I have to be this type of person or I have to have be so unbelievable I can make these decisions or like, you know, oh, I'd never be able to take that risk. I think it's all about how you see it and where your mind is at at that time. And for where, me personally, moment. Where do you think that mindset came from? I think through experiences in my life I think when you there's certain times in life that you don't do things because you're afraid and then there's certain times in life that you do things and you realize shit that wasn't that was that was a a risk that I took and it paid off so you realize well if I keep not taking the risk I'm just going to be doing the same thing over and over and over again nothing will ever change and if I expect it to change, then I'm insane. Because <laughs> I keep doing the same thing. So it's like, do you know what? Push the boundaries. If you give face with it, yes, it's scary. But like, if you don't try, you'll never know. You know, if you fail, you fail. You try again at something else. And I think that's, for me as a dancer as well, I think from a very early age, I was put into competitions. And not all the time in dancing, you get your just reward. You're the one standing at the, even though you might be better because of like politics or whatever, you're the one standing at the sideline, disappointed watching somebody else up there. Now, obviously at times like I didn't deserve it, but sometimes I did, you know, and I wasn't there. And that's your face with disappointment and failure, but that doesn't make you stop. Because if I had stopped in that moment, which a lot of people do when they keep getting failure, failure, failure. If I had stopped, I wouldn't become a world champion. I wouldn't be here today because... And I see that in a lot of people when it comes to different things, as even as children, it's like, oh, well, I didn't win that first competition. I'm just going to give up. No, 
And you can take that mentality and put it into so many different things in life, you know? Yeah, I actually am guilty of that as well. Even though I feel like I've um, I've progressed a ton, I still put myself down a little bit and I'm still very impatient in a way where I'm like, I start something and I'm like, I should be doing better. I've been going at this really hard. But then when you contextualize it, you're like, you've only been doing it a week, dude. I know you've been going 24-7 at it, but you've only been doing it a week, like... So it's hardly got work in a week. So you can't you can't expect like to win straight away. You have to give it like a long term. You have to repeat the daily habits of doing the work every single day and not not getting the results that you want and not getting the praise you deserve. Because in a year, two years down the line, even maybe before that, you'll get your result. But it's a thing of keep shooting, keep working every single day and you'll get there and that's what i've learned from every single successful businessman content creator athlete all of them say never quit that's always the way to go obviously there's circumstances where you want to improve every day like you know i'm not gonna be flipping michael jordan right now at 27 years of age but there's most of life is about iterating and keep doing that every single day so iterating what i mean by iterating is improving every single day improve that version so say i've got like a product that i think is going to be massive and i really want to get it out to the world what i'm going to do is i'm going to iterate every single day i'm going to improve that product how can i make that more efficient how can i target the customer's pain pain points every day and that over time, that's gonna work and that's gonna be a success. But you can't expect that to work within two weeks, Straight three away. weeks after you just grinding 24-7. I totally agree. Like I'd be guilty of it. I think everybody is guilty with it. Like one thing that I that just popped to my mind when it comes to being impatient, one thing that I'm very impatient with is if I decide to go to the gym and I want a certain result. I expect to see it straight away. No, I don't expect it, but I want to see it straight away. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that, that they go to the gym, they might not see a result within like two weeks and they're like, oh, here, what's the point? I'm not seeing any results and they quit. Yeah. But, you know, it is about like everyone is different. Some people might see it almost immediately. Some people might not, but it's about continuing and you will see a difference. And I have seen a difference and everyone has said it to me and I'm like, yeah, go me up my weights. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we got to, I got uh, Laura into weights because um, she was like, oh no, it's going to make me too bulky. Uh, I don't want to look too bulky. Um, I was really like being skinny and, you know, dancer. I need to be obsessed. skinny for dancing like- and stuff. And I was like, trust me, it's going to be good. And she she's one of these people, as you say, that at the gym, she wants it straight away. She's like, oh, my arms got thicker since yesterday. It's, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I was like, your arm has not got thicker since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I get these give it time, in my head. You, you'll get there. Give it time, just turn up, do the correct daily habits, and you will get there. It's a, literally that simple. It's like one of my uh, one-to-one complete lifestyle reset clients is looking to um, develop habits which make her sustain 
to get into shape and sustain good shape um, for her life. And I was like, she she wants to do so well. So she was throwing everything at it. But I, but I was like, you're not going to get results within the first week. You got to do the daily habits. So now she's focused on doing the daily habits. She's doing, she's making the daily habits fit her lifestyle because no matter how dedicated you are, I don't think you can sustain habits that you don't like doing every single day. Like really don't like doing. Like people, you know, go to the gym and they're like, oh, right, yeah, I'm going to do everything. And it's like they put everything and it it becomes like not a part of their life, it becomes all their life. But that's not sustainable either. No, it's not. Yeah exactly you know, so that's that's where i'm saying it's daily habits it's like things that are beneficial that are working towards that goal but are also you're able to sustain so for example one of my clients has i she needed to go walking every day to do steps and she was like she's a busy mom she's working and she's like i don't have time i can't go out in the evenings and do that and stuff so i was like how about you wake up um half an hour early and you go on your treadmill she's got a treadmill at home and you you do something you enjoy so you listen to a podcast preferably a chat with my podcast but yeah she figured it out and she's watching stranger things on netflix every morning as soon as she gets up and she looks forward to doing that and that's how you make positive changes sustainable look forward to it exactly definitely like a little small habit today change the way you go and that make that's makes the difference. They say every little counts. I actually believe in that. It's all mm. the little things. It definitely is. I, I think something there that I just came into my mind as you were talking was that people speak about luck. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know why this came into my mind, but it was just something that you were saying there. I'm just I'm, no, I'm changing the subject here, but like we're talking oh, about dead know doing different things and daily habits and all of that which for us this is we're talking of our experience to get us to where we are I'm talking about me to get where I got to as in top of my field and dance but a lot of people turn around to me and I they probably will turn around to you and say oh they're lucky would you class yourself would you class yourself lucky to be in this position or do you class yourself as somebody who didn't give up or how do you how if someone said to you you're very lucky to be here what would you say for my circumstances i am lucky and i'm i'm also i also deserve it because yeah people say oh you've went on love island that's how you've got your platform and it is that's facts but how many people given the opportunity will actually go onto live TV or semi-live, I don't know what it is, and in front of millions of people, in front of the entire world. I've been like approached by people in America and I've been approached by people in Norway that know me through Love Island. And you're getting judged on every single thing you may do. And it may be twisted by the by the producers. It may be like it's reality TV, so not everything's 100% accurate. Own. And people are going to take elements of what they see and judge you based on that. How many people will actually do that? Not that many, I would guess. 
that's like what I was saying just before my point of taking the risk and giving yourself allowing yourself to do it allowing yourself to do something that's uncomfortable yeah well Laura I think this is a good place to to stop is it over already you see this is the thing our conversations our conversations we have you know we have these conversations all the time and they just go on and on and on and we can just go so in depth into it I yeah, actually no, felt my zoom is the host, running out of time you? here no i'm the host but my zoom's running out of time here it's got three minutes and 22 seconds and i uh didn't pay for the upgraded version <laughs> That's like you and your and your and your three-year-old shirt that you were so proud of. I was so proud of that shirt from Tesco's. It was quality. It was actually a sick shirt. I've still got it. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll do another one of these. So we'll... thanks for having me, Anna. Do you know what? I'm so delighted you got to practice and get your setup to know how to do this for future um guests that you're gonna have on. Yeah, yeah. I love being I love being the pit. <laughs> Do you know the one that what do they call the one that, that you're like a trial stuff out on? You what? When you trial stuff out on somebody, is that like the pig? Oh, wait, in like a no, it's like in a hospital, like a testing facility, like those. What do you call them? People you know when you like try it on like, stuff? oh, you're the fall guy. Yeah, but I, I don't know why I was going to say piggy, but and then I was oh, like, that's. No, I don't know. Anyway, we'll just forget that I said that. Move on. Thanks for listening to the Chat with Matt podcast. This is Laura Nolan. You can get her on Laura. Instagram as la underscore Nolan or la underscore Nolan, whatever way you want to say. People actually call me la now, which is hilarious. Or on TikTok where I'm dancing my little heart away and giving all my daily life. And it's Laura Nolan 03. There you go. There we go. And uh, her show is in the Helix on what date? The 20th of November. And you can also see me live on Dancing with the Stars from January. Woo! Can't wait. Because I won't be dancing. (laughs) I'm making you dance in the background, though. I'll be one of the background dancers. You're pro this year. What are you talking about?